0: Good morning, happy President's Day. This is Kevin Nelson coming to you from the Stretch Run podcast on Monday, February 19th. I hope everybody is having a wonderful President's Day um, and had a great weekend. I know I think there's um, a lot of schools that are off for the whole week in the Northeast. We're here in the Midwest. Uh, Kids do have the day off today, Uh, but it was a great weekend. And before I get into talking about um, maybe what my all seven followers and listeners too probably expect me to talk about, (laughs) um, which is uh, Antiquarians Race Over the Weekend, Um, I just wanted to touch on what a great weekend it was with my family, with my wife and my two amazing children. Um, I actually had two date nights with my wife this weekend. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have, we went out to Kauffman Stadium where the Kansas City Royals play. They had a little trunk show on Friday night, and Ariana did not have any uh, baseball gear, she said, so I said, let's go check it out. And she found some cool swag for the Kansas City Royals baseball season. So got a, some custom, uh, custom, ja- a custom jacket done for her, so some stuff will be coming pretty soon, which we're excited about. And uh, had a great Saturday with the kids, swim lessons, um, running around. Um, yeah, just, uh, and then Ariane and I were able to go on to a date night. We were able to drop the kids off, uh, Lily and Leo, to back at the gym, which uh, we belong to the club, and they have like a kid's night, a movie night. So everybody won. The kids won that. And uh, Ariane and I went out on Saturday night, and it wasn't just a date night. You know, we, we made sure we put our, our phones away. Um, we were present. She actually had a cool card game to play like you think you know me it's a lot of fun We found ourselves laughing a lot and that's all it takes sometimes, you know, just a little outside the box and that's all my wife I give all the credit to Ariana on that um, I'm, You know thinking of some of these out-of-the-box games. So great weekend with her um, You know yesterday again another great day a Little family hike uh, with Lily and Leo and Ariana It was great. Just just a great great weekend and again, yes, it was a great weekend because the horse that I was talking about last week, antiquarian, again, uh, affectionately known as Baby P, um, because he is out of preservationist, is his father. And that was, uh, he was known as Big P. So um, he had his second start of his career at the Fairgrounds racetrack in New Orleans. He shipped from Palm Beach Downs. He shipped. He didn't ship alone. He shipped with about four other horses that our trainer, Todd Pletcher, had running that same day on Saturday in different races throughout the day there. Um, But Antiquarian um, ran what I would call a dynamite race. It was raining quite a bit in New Orleans uh, from Thursday night all day Friday into Saturday morning. So the track itself was very sloppy. Um, So, you know, I wasn't – I you know, again, he's had one start, Antiquarian and it was on a fast dirt track in Florida uh, at Gulfstream Park uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And again, he ran a great race. And, you know, it's only a second start. He's still, you know, only a three year old. So you don't know how he's going to take to an off track, an off track, meaning the sloppy track. And uh, I had asked, uh, you know, our fearless leader, Don Little, um, the president president CEO of Centennial Farms, I said, do you think he'll like the track? And his exact quote to me, well, his daddy won by five lengths in it in a graded stake, which is preservationist. So that alone gave me some more hope. Um, but I was doing a lot of pacing throughout the day. Um, it's like waiting for, um, you know, waiting for your favorite team to play, right? In, in, a, in a playoff game. Because horses don't run, you know, every day. They don't play 162 games a year, like baseball teams. They don't play, you know, they don't even play 16 games. You know, they don't play every Sunday. Uh, like the NFL, you know, 16 or whatever, 17 games it is, 18-week season. Um, so when they do run, you know, it's about every six to seven weeks if you're lucky. Um, usually it's about every eight weeks if you have a healthy horse um, on this level of, uh, of horse racing. So I, uh, I did my best to keep my mind off, which I did because my family helped me do that. And that's why I'm so grateful to them because you know, they didn't know they were helping me, but they did because we just had a great day together. So Saturday was pacing as time led up to the race. You know We had about, about 20 minutes to, to post time and I was here in my office with the race on and I saw him go out on the track antiquarian and he was, um, he was bouncing around on the track. You could see he you know, as he warmed up, you know, he wasn't hesitant on there. So that was a great sign to see. You know, again, you just don't know if the horse is going to take to it. Um, but long story short, um, he, uh, you know, they got in the gate. broke well. He broke second. He sat off the pace. Um, again, you, we had a, you know, Todd Pletcher is a Hall of Fame trainer. We're really fortunate to have, to have had a Hall of Fame jockey on him, John Velasquez, who, you know, in my, again, I am no, nowhere near an expert in horse racing or any sports for that matter, or anything in life. It's, I, I was contemplating calling this show the I Don't Know Show because I don't know shit. Um, you know, but I have, you know, my, my opinion on John Velasquez is he, you know, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason because he gets a lot of run out of a horse, but he's just very smart. Um, so he had Antiquarian sitting off the pace of a leader. Uh, he was up near the front of it. And, uh, when he asked Antiquarian to run, he ran and he responded. And it was interesting, you know, again, in, I still consider my eyes, layman eyes when watching a horse race as compared to the guys, the men and women who work with these horses every day. And um I thought he took to the track great. So in the stretch, you know, he opened up and the horse that was the favorite started running to him. And I thought in my in my alcoholic mind saying, Oh, we're gonna lose, he held on and he ran a great race and he won. So he won. And I thought I was gonna be the loudest person in my house screaming, let's go, baby P. But it wasn't my wife, was not louder than me. My six-year-old son, Leo was screaming up and down baby pee baby pee so if that doesn't excite you i don't know what else will because he was into it i don't know if he knew what he was cheering for but he saw our excitement and usually leo who get who kind of uh, quivers a little bit from loud noises he was into it and he was loud surprisingly my four-year-old daughter who usually i would you know if if you were to ask me who was going to be the loudest in that situation i would have picked lily Lily was kind of looking at us like you guys are nuts, but <laughs> she's she's just a sharp she's a sharp kid, and yes we are nuts, but yes we did enjoy every second of it. Um, I actually I had a, as soon as he passed the finish line, um, I had a phone call from uh, from one of Todd's assistant trainers, and we were talking, and he uh, and in his Irish brogue he was saying to me, you know, he said he liked the he liked the rate that track so much, that off track so much, you could hear his his, his ears flipping flopping back and forth which was an indicator that he was just kind of looking around like, "Oh, this is really fun running in the slop that Johnny Velasquez kind of had to get him back on his business saying, Hey, this is, this is still a horse race. Have fun, but we gotta, we, we, we gotta get to the finish line first. Right. And that stretch run, um, you know, yeah, he was, he was in the lead. He held the lead. He ran a fantastic race. Um, he galloped out past the wire very strongly. Um, most importantly, He came back, um, to the barn after the races, cooled out, you know, everything, um, so far is status quo, which is all you can ask for. He got back on a van yesterday. Um, and, uh, he raced on Saturday. So Sunday's a walking day. Um, you know, just, just took it easy, walked, walked at, at the fairgrounds racetrack in the barn. Um, and then, uh, yes. And then yesterday, Monday, Oh no, I'm sorry. Yesterday was Sunday. I apologize. Um, And he walked in the morning, got on the van in the afternoon with the other horses and has arrived safely back into Florida. So more will be revealed. Um, You know, they'll do a, you know, they'll chuck him out now um, like they do with with all horses two days after the race. You know, they give him a day to really just kind of recoup like any athlete will know, right? You put out that much, um, you're going to be sore the next day. Um, but after the soreness you just want to make sure there's not any inflammation or swelling, especially you know the ankles or the shins with the racehorse. Make sure the knees are sound and he'll start, he'll just walk for the next few days and then a game plan will be made. Um, you know, the the game plan now it's it's really exciting. Um for a guy like myself. Um yeah, I you know, when my mother remarried when I was, you know, thirteen years old, um she remarried a horse trainer. Um and Howie, my stepfather, you know, he's basically my best friend now too. Um, I grew up, you know, from in high school and college working on backsides at racetracks and more of the quote, I guess, quote unquote, you'll call it minor leagues of racetracks, um, like a Finger Lakes, Philadelphia Park, Delaware Park with the talent of horses. But just because the talent of horses wasn't what, you know, I'm involved in now on this level um, with these horses, with Centennial Farms, it doesn't mean the horsemen know less. Um, They're just as knowledgeable with the horses um, but I have never, uh, been involved on this level of owning a horse, being a partner in a horse that has the opportunity now to go on the Kentucky Derby trail. Um, Centennial Farms, who I'm a partner with, has done this before. You know, last year they had Litigate and Litigate, um, he was, a, he broke his maiden his first time out as a two-year-old. He won the Sam F. Davis Stakes in at Tampa Bay Downs, which is a graded stake, And he was probably, uh, you know, and that was last, that was last February. And he was probably top 10 derby contenders, but he had some knee inflammation. They gave him some time off and like Centennial always does in putting the horses first, you know, about after six months off, they put him back into training, but they realized he was never going to be that, that type of racehorse again. And they didn't want to risk injuring him. Uh, Further, in which he wasn't really injured, he just had a lot of inflammation in his knees. And they did the right thing, and they retired him. And he'll probably go to Sire at a smaller farm and really enjoy his life. So with that blabber, my point is is that Centennial has done this. They had Wicked Strong run in the Kentucky Derby in 2015, um, named after, obviously, Boston Strong after that um, horrible incident at the Boston Marathon. They named Wicked Strong after that. um, And he had a great run. He made a lot of money out of great career and he's now standing at stud. But I have never, you know, had a active um active role in you know in, in a horse like this. So while my role I, I'm I'm a minority partner, you know, Don runs the show, Dr. Carr um obviously and Paul, Dr. Carr is uh been a veterinarian for over 50 years. He's a uh, basically I guess you kind of categorize him as a chief operating officer where Don is a CEO and Paula Parsons at the farm at our farm in Middleburg, Virginia, she, um, you know, she, these horses go to her after they're bored as yearlings and two-year-olds, and she helps break them. So they're the, they're the three head honchos as far as the development of the racehorse. So with all that blabber, right, that I kind of went a little off track, which I will tend to do in this podcast. I Hopefully, you can work with me with it. Um, now with Antiquarian, if he comes back good and, you know, next couple days he shows that he's still, you know, sound and healthy... The conversation will start and uh, get pretty serious about where he goes next. And going next meaning like what's his next race? And is, there's there's a serious conversation. We'd be going to a, a a grade two stakes race, which I've never been involved with. You know, never again. I'm going to repeat this for the fifth time. Never had a horse. That's how excited I am about this. Um, you know, he uh, he has an opportunity maybe to go to the Louisiana Derby, which is a grade two, $1 million race. And if you run first or second in that, the next place to go four weeks from there would be the Kentucky Derby. So there is a long way to go to get there. Um, You know, it's five weeks until the Louisiana Derby. You know, Todd Pletcher, who is Antiquarian's trainer, he may come up with a whole different route for him. Um, You know, again, a lot, the, the horse is gonna be able to tell them a lot, meaning telling Todd, telling Dr. Carr, telling Don, What would be next? Um, But the the anticipation of having this type of horse and him, you know, and it coming to fruition on Saturday was awesome, Um, and it's happening, and it's you know, it's it's really cool. I um, you know, I was on social media on Saturday, and you know, I you know, I shared obviously I share quite a bit with what we do with Centennial out on social media because you never know maybe somebody will see it and maybe want to jump in with us um, to invest, but. I share it just because it's my passion. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, there's a, a woman, her name is Aofi. She gallops horses at the, middle, at the farm in Middleburg. So she sees all these horses for Centennial Farms when they're yearlings and, you know, just turning two years old, she helps quote unquote break them. And meaning breaking them means, you know, getting the saddle on them, you know, they get, they get a human on them for the first time, which is her um, quite often. And, you know, she and just for an example, with Antiquarian, she she galloped his father preservationist as a baby and then saw him go to the races and become a grade one millionaire. Um, And now he's standing at stud and now, you know, full circle. She had Antiquarian as a yearling and as a two year old on the farm. She broke him and now she's seeing him um, go To the races go to todd get into training on the racetrack and now he's had two starts and he's had a first and second you know really really successful start to his racing career so i just had shared the race on facebook and on instagram um and aofi had just responded you know that's our baby p and you know as an owner now i'm not on you know my boots are not on the ground even though I I think I've had mentioned on the podcast how much I love being on the backside. I love being around people like Aofi who are just, they wake up at 3.30 in the morning, they're at the track, not just exercise riders like Aofi, but the grooms who take care of these horses and do their stalls every day. The hot walkers who walk these horses. The head trainer like Todd, who it's, it's a 24 hour a day job for a guy like him with how many owners he has. His assistant trainers, he has multiple assistant trainers. Um, you know, like Tristan, Barry, who I'm, you know, good friends with. So I'll give him a shout, but guys like him, it's not just Tristan. There's a lot of Chata's a few assistants, just even at Palm Beach Downs that are just putting the schedule together. Um, you know, it's 24 seven, this lifestyle. So when I said, that's our baby P you know, I really had to make sure to let her know that without people like her, this is not, this is not happening. You know, this, this fun that we have as owners. Um, that we, yeah, sure, we, we invest a lot of money in, in, into this game, but it's, it's the people that make this happen. You know, the horse obviously has to be a competitive, well-bred, sound, healthy horse, willing to run. And yeah, you got to have them in the right hands. And that's, but that's why with Centennial Farms, with what I've noticed with, you know, what they do at, at the farm in Middleburg and how they break these horses, it's without, without the people like Aofi, who, again, for the example of Antiquarian Baby P the time and effort she put in with him to get him adjusted to running on a racetrack, to breaking out of the starting gate. And then the transition to go to a Hall of Fame trainer, like Todd Pletcher, get on his training regimen and the people that work for Todd, um, to get, to get him to the races and not just get to the races, but get there successfully. And that's a, and then that's a whole nother conversation, right? Getting, getting to the races is hard enough with these, with these horses, keeping them healthy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate, you know, for the horse racing game. I'm a huge advocate for the people on the backside. Um, I will talk more even, you know, about some of the misnomers about the game um, that, you know, you, you unfortunately hear about, um, which are quite frankly inaccurate. Um, it's people who actually took their time to, um, you know, maybe go on, you know, go to a backside, you know, go to a barn at the racetrack, not to the races themselves, go see what people put, the time and effort people put in every morning. Um, With these horses and the love that these horses get and the love these horses give is incredible. So You know, I'm emotional. I'm emotional because I'm so excited for this horse I'm so excited for all the connections with him as and again, especially the people that you know Got him going from the start, you know, they get all these horses going from the start, you know And it's it's not just us at Centennial. Yeah, we we have a shot maybe now with a with a nice horse but there's about 80 horses on the Derby Trail right now. And only 20 horses start in that race. So there is a lot more to be accomplished, but there is also a lot to be proud of. And uh, it's a great Monday. It's a great President's Day. It's sunny here in Kansas City. It's a, it's a little chilly, but it's supposed to get up into the 60s this week. So I'll take it, uh, especially as I watch spring training in Florida and Arizona look really nice and warm. And I'll be touching on baseball, certainly, as the week goes. But today is all about President's Day. It's all about antiquarian. Came back healthy. We got the dub. And we're on to bigger and better. And we're, he came down that stretch run, and he passed that wire first. We love that. So, everybody, listen. Have a healthy, happy President's Day. All the best from Kansas City. Let's go!